it's a holiday for some, but not for all. And on Mondays, let me just uh, sit at the piano, play you a little ditty we call Let It Freed. When I find myself tuned in on Monday, Father Cretch, he brings to me. That's me. Sporting words and wisdom, Eric Freed. Right to the chorus. Eric Freed, Eric Freed, Eric Freed, oh, Eric Freed. got a wicked cold, ladies and gentlemen, Eric Freed. I, I don't know if it's a cold. I I, I hope it's just some he's, allergy thing. Gee, he's but, got uh, seasonal I, I think, allergies. I think I'm going to come in sounding a little, uh, little like Barry White today. So. Okay, all right. Good morning. How are you? Hey. Durol. <laughs> yeah. I got it all. Yeah. You'll never find <laughs> another <laughs> call <laughs> like mine. Oh, I like Answering that. Answering your sports questions. Like I do. My first answer to Kelly Brown is the Raiders are one and four, not zero oh and five. Oh! Yeah, right, somebody Kelly. texted in as we. Yeah, uh, uh, first mistake I made in a couple weeks, though. Uh, you know what, okay. Kelly? Uh, again, every time the alliteration scoreboard runs, like people, you know, do not let the facts get in the way of a Why? good alliteration scoreboard. Why would I mean, you do yeah. that? Why would you do that? You know, I love the fact that when you call him out, the first thing he says is, I haven't made a mistake in a couple weeks. Yeah. <laughs> we're good. We've only been doing it for a couple weeks. Oh. I'm waiting for the first text to say, no, he's made Lou plenty of mistakes Lou in the last couple of weeks. Here it comes. No. So as I play Lou Rawls in the, in the background. Uh, yeah. Oh, so, oh, I can't hear it. Greg, what do we got? We got, oh, you'll never find, baby. You, you oh, yeah. Right, right? You'll yeah. never find. Oh, yeah. There it is. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, Oh, no, I'm not. But I'm the one who loves you, and there's no one else. No one That is the whitest yeah. version of Barry White you're ever going to hear mm. right there. Uh, I mean, a Lou Rawls. So, still, a, still a tenor, but, you know, I can dream, can I? Yes. Frito, uh, so I, I got a chance to see Frito in action, watch him, listen to him uh, doing the UMass game. I think there was 180 points scored in that yeah, game. Yeah, there was actually, Greg, it was actually 100 points. So I thought my voice, and my voice was shot after that game because when yeah. you call 100 points, you know, there, there's no just like, hey, this, nothing happened on this plate. There was a, one guy had two 77-yard touchdown runs, you know, yeah. and it was just, Nonstop, and it was a four-hour uh, telecast, which usually, you know, you're talking about three three hours, fifteen minutes, three thirty right. for a football game. So I think, I think I lost my voice there a little bit. Well, let's talk. Uh, I know that, that that UMass didn't do well in the game, but let's talk. Let's start off with the Red Sox. You know, I I've, I followed the, I, early on in the season. I was watching a lot of Red Sox, and I kind of life got busy, and I didn't get to watch as much. I kind of paid attention, but I I guess I, in all the noise, I didn't know. That uh, uh, Price was zero and nine in the preseason in the in the postseason. Nice yeah, he is, he is now. Yeah, I mean, like <laughs> after, holy after just smokes. Getting, yeah, well, I mean, that has been the big issue for David Price that he is fine, and he's, he's you know if you want to pay him two hundred seventeen million dollars, that's fine. But he that he wasn't being paid on his postseason performance, and it's definitely something in his head. He's has to answer all these questions. Uh, to his credit, he you know he stood there and answered them. But when you only get five outs 
in a playoff game in right. Game Two. Uh, for a team that is already shuffled around pitching to try to win Game One, when Rick Porcello came in, you know you need someone who's going to go a little bit deeper into the game, and right. just to get five outs is nothing good. And now today. You know, you got Nathan Avaldi pitching, who has never made a postseason appearance. Right. He's had some success against the Yankees, but you just all of a sudden you go from 108 wins to feeling like a big underdog in this series, and that's that's a pretty quick turnaround right now. And it, it really was fueled by holding on in Game One, which they did, but then Price not getting anywhere near as deep as he needed to in Game Two, and. The bat's just quiet as well. I mean, that's that's the thing all season. The stuff that you 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 would have seen all season long is just outscoring teams, and they're quiet. And that's and that's a recipe for disaster right now. And that's why it's one one. Yeah, not only I mean uh, scoring more runs, but I mean like coming back from like uh, uh, circumstances that you would not have thought. Wow, a normal team isn't going to do that. We've shown resilience. We've come back oh, no, from yeah. deficits and stuff like that, and pulled out surprise wins time and time and time again. It wasn't a fluke. It was happening all the time, and well, it seems uh, like we don't see any of that now. The Red Sox Yankee thing. So they hadn't played in the playoffs since '04. We all yeah. remember that one very well, but mm-hmm. you know. Back in those days, that's when Pedro Martinez struggled against the Yankees. He's like, I'm just going to call the Yankees my daddy. So yeah. that's, you know, Price, if he wants to quote that, he can. I mean, we're not, you know, it's Pedro, and then way down the line is Price, if you want to compare him. And right. then Aaron Judge, to get to the team bus at Fenway Park, you know, you go from the third base dugout, the concourse there, so they clear out the concourse, and then the players walk the concourse where it's packed with fans. You go by the Red Sox clubhouse door there, and Aaron Judge had a little, you know, uh, you know like a Bose, or a uh, uh, Beats box there. And, Play in uh, New York, New York, right? Right, up New York, New York. Right. You know, so take that. Yeah. And uh, it, it, they've been great at Yankee Stadium. I mean, it is, they're on a 7-0 run right now. They've won their last seven playoff games. Said last seven playoff games at Yankee Stadium. So they got all sorts of confidence. They've got Severino on the mound today. So the, the Sox are in an unaccustomed position right now. They they. They are behind it. They are an underdog, and we'll see how they respond. And like you just said, Greg, you know that they they have responded before, right? In the regular season, we'll see how they do in the playoffs. Kelly, uh, David Price had said uh, earlier this year he could have a zero point zero zero ERA if he fails in the playoffs. He has failed this year, and he's right. I mean, the pressure's on him, and I get this sick feeling he's going to come into some sort of situation in Game Five, and all is lost. But let's Kelly. Get to- it could- Today, I mean, look where they are right now at the bullpen. Stephen Wright is, is done for the postseason mm. as he gets his knee. Something happened with his knee. So there's one guy you were, I'm going to do the quote finger thing here, counting on out of the bullpen. And it feels like here we are in October and you're reading these quotes. And Alex Cora, I love Alex Cora because you don't guess. He's not like double speaking you. Like Porcello yeah. found out that he was going to be an option out of the bullpen like at batting practice that day. Um, Valdi found out when the plane landed after Game Two that he was starting Game Three. It feels like they're trying to figure this thing out on the fly. So David Price, after just getting five outs in Game Two, certainly is probably. I, I would expect him to be in the bullpen today because you got to find a way to win. The Yankees got what they needed. They got a split in Boston, so the Red Sox got to find a way to get a split in New York so you can set up a, a winner take all. But I don't think we wait till Game Five. I think they've got to say, well, Price. He's got to be one of those arms out of the pen, and then you figure out what you can do as a starter. And we've seen a lot of teams use relievers as starters now, and maybe that's what the Sox have to do to, to try to just survive, and that's, so, that's the mindset right now. Ovaldi tonight, is it Porcello still uh, in line? Porcello's game four now. Tomorrow. Now, Porcello is going to be game three, Kelly. 
Right. Then they used him out of the bullpen to get a couple outs. Now, that was a great move by Cora. I mean, it saved that game. They needed to find a way to win it, but now Porcello is scheduled for game four. Hmm. Roadkill, what do you got? You got a question for uh, Eric? Uh, what do you feel? Do you, do you feel uh, the UFC needs to pay uh, that gentleman his money or hey, pull, him, pull his belt? Scotty, awesome Awesome question because I got up Sunday morning. And I think everybody. I'm seeing you know going back through Twitter when I got up. I'm like, oh my gosh, what happened in this UFC fight? And Crazy. when you watch the clip, I, I I can't remember seeing anything like even when uh, Tyson bit Holyfield's ear. Remember the chaos oh, yeah. in the ring when that yeah. happened? I yeah. mean, that was like minor leagues compared to um, you know, the guy wins the fight, goes over. Starts taunting the, the McGregor's corner, throws his mouth guard. Guys jump in the ring, start beating on McGregor. The winner jumps over and starts beating. On, I mean, uh, now I, I read you know the quotes from Dana White saying, "Well, well, what we may withhold the purse and withhold the belt, or what all, all this." I come out of that saying, "Was that like the best thing that could happen for UFC?" Everyone was talking well, about it. You know what? Though, but here's the rematch. thing. I mean, that, like it, it, they couldn't have scripted it. WWE could not have scripted something. That and good, therein lies the point. Therein is what mm-hmm. makes me worried. It's becoming a little WWE-ish. Conor McGregor trashing the bus. It's all caught on video. Uh, you right. know, and, and, and obviously this fight, I mean, the, the Conor McGregor trash talk was above and beyond most levels of trash talk. And Khabib had enough. He insulted his heritage. He insulted his dad. And, you know, at some point, I know it's all selling the fight, but at some point, I watched that stuff between Mayweather and, and Conor, and it's over the top to the point where... He, he McGregor had it coming. It seems like, yeah. and I and yeah, I like the he guy. Knows how to sell a fight? Craig. He does. Uh, give him but he does. For that. I mean, the Mayweather thing. He 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 drove people to watch that, even though he was like not really prepared. It seemed to but fight it, a guy like that. The whole bus thing. I agree, Greg. You know, I I agree. But I mean, like the guy can make the guy can drive sales, and what they did after the, the fight the other day, that's going to drive sales for. That fight to happen again. Three guys have been arrested. Uh, Khabib's guys have been arrested. Dana White said post-fight there are going to be charges filed against them. I'm sure God knows what the Nevada State Athletic Commission is going to do with Khabib uh, and his guys. Are these guys ever going to get a visa again or get back into this country? There's a lot of repercussions mm. from what they did tonight. Um, I don't think they even realize it yet. I just worry... And I don't, I, I don't claim to know a lot yeah. about the UFC. I follow it kind of loosely. Uh, it just strikes me as very WWE-ish, and I think that's dangerous for the sport, which is a legitimate sport. Agreed. That, that's me. That's just my opinion. I agree. I, I don't know if Scotty saw the wrestling. You know, and I'm not a huge UFC guy, but I'm reading back through some of the stuff and. Some of the the people I follow on Twitter follow a lot of UFC, and they said it was a great card. Like yes. there was one, there, there were a couple other fights that were great. So I, I, it looks like they tried to put together a great fight card because it seems like it had waned a little bit when, yeah. with the interest. But it's back now. I mean that that was that was insane. And I and I guess you know Khabib was going to r- r- roll to an easy win. I mean he was just dominating fights. So yeah. maybe McGregor doesn't want a piece of him again. But if there's going to be a big payday, he'll. Absolutely, I, I I know that. Uh, I mean, he gets three million dollars for losing. Derek Lewis was was a guy that uh, fought that night, and they and apparently he had, at some point he took his his shorts off, and they asked him. They, they asked <laughs> him. Uh, on the air, by the way. Yeah, yeah. They said they asked him, "Why'd you take your shorts off?" This is Joe Rogan talking to Derek Lewis post fight. I'm here with the winner, Derek Lewis. Derek, why'd you take your pants off? Yeah, my b- was hot. This is b- <laughs> <we're> hot. <laughs> 
<laughs> the man answered the question. <laughs> you know, when you have that situation, sometimes you just got to cool them out, cool it down. You got to cool off the engine room. They got a fan in front of an engine for a reason, my friends. You yeah, know. that's great. In front of, what, 20,000 people? There yeah. you go. Yeah, now you know. That's what makes it. That's what makes it. Uh, so, okay, so we got the Sox. Bruins got a game today. Uh, back yeah, in action. Yeah, game today. I mean, that was embarrassing against the Caps. Uh, good bounce back, though, against the Sabres. So, uh, one I was, of one. Heading into uh, heading into the afternoon game against uh, Ottawa Celtics, really, uh, it just looked like a team that has been listening to everybody say this is now a team that you could just punch their ticket to the NBA Finals. So they could not give uh, two spits about um, the preseason. They yeah. just looked horrible. Marcus Smart got into a, a tangle, tussle with Jarrett Smith. Uh, uh, you know, it's just not pretty right now for the Celtics, but I think they feel like they can flip on a switch. And uh, the Pats, as you know, they've got the Chiefs coming up on uh, Sunday night. So yeah. you guys got to get your nap in Sunday to be prepared to watch that one. Yeah, uh, I'm working, picking the next uh, New Hampshire American Idol uh, on Sunday, but I'll be home for the game, which is key. And that, that quarterback, man, for uh, Kansas City. Pat Mahomes. Yeah, Mahomes, crazy. Pat Mahomes. Crazy. So it'll be good. It'll be good. Where are we going to see you this week, Mr. Free? I'm uh, I'm taking this week off to get my voice back, thankfully. Good. And uh, after the 100 points, that's enough for two weeks. And then I got a little football after that, G. Good. All right, buddy. Well, just... Uh, no ifs, ands, buts, or maybes, G. You're I know. the man. I know, man. Kelly's the man. Just know that... Laura is the woman. Kayla is no, the woman. You'll, you'll never find... Scotty's the man. Another voice like mine. Oh, yeah, there's another one. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, baby. All right, Freedom. We'll talk to you.